Welcome to another episode of We Don't Die. I'm your host, Sandra Champlain, author of the international bestseller called We Don't Die, A Skeptic's Discovery of Life After Death. And our next guest I met last year at the Arthur Finley College in the trance mediumship course we both took. Her name is Sandy Turkington, and she has 35 years of experience as a teacher and demonstrator in disciplines of mediumship, angels, healing, and teaching. She is a minister and holds a Ph.D. with the University Life Church Seminary with degrees in divinity and spirituality. Her writings are featured in the books 365 Days of Angel Prayers and 111 Morning Meditations. Sandy is passionate about spreading the message that we are never alone. Her website is sandyturkington.com. Sandy Turkington, welcome my friend to We Don't Die Radio. Yay! Hi, Sandra. Hi, I'm so Sandy. Excited to be here with you today. I know it's been almost a whole year since we spoke at Arthur I Finley. I know. It's so funny. We had this spiritual bond connection. I think we both knew that we were doing the same kind of work and and helping so many people. So we just connected so closely the minute we met. We did, and we share the same name, and that's always good. Yes, yes, we're name buddies. <laughs> but it was really special meeting you, and I know we've stayed in touch and on Facebook, and we live busy lives, but you're somebody that I know has made a huge difference, and I know we shared like a one miraculous week last year, and I just thought yeah. it would be great to hear your story, because I, I don't really even know if I know it, of how you got involved in this world, and then, you know, maybe what you're doing now and the teaching you do. So if you don't mind, I'll give you the microphone and share a little bit how Sandy Turkington got into the conversation of the afterlife. Okay, well... Let me begin by explaining that my mother, there were 10 brothers and sisters, and all of the sisters had spiritual gifts and abilities. And when we were born, the children of theirs, what happened was all of us had become, we were sensitives just like they were. But in those days, because we're talking in the 50s, people did not talk about it, at least where I come from in Chicago, it was a hidden thing. And we would go ahead and just like keep it under our belt and we wouldn't talk about it. And I felt like I I guess what I'm saying is my gift, it wasn't really my talent or ability was one that people would think I was crazy or weird. So I just kind of didn't do anything and I kind of hit it and I felt really, really bad. So as the years went on, I met my husband and we got married and I started um, I think I was like in my early 20s. I've always been fascinated. I've read books. As a child, I would go to the library, read about Sigmund Freud. I mean, I just, and his dream interpretations. I used to read Hans Holzer and all of his books. 
about spirits and the afterlife, and I was always reading everything I could. My thirst was so strong, and I blended with spirit. I had connections with spirit from an early age on, and then when I was in my early 20s, there was this little Methodist church in in Maywood, Illinois, where these People would come together, and I went to a past life regression class, and I met this man who became my mentor, and he was a Methodist minister who held classes in this little church basement, and it wasn't even classes. It was a circle group, and in this circle group were the most talented mediums and psychic people that I have ever met in my life. There were eight of them. They were all elderly in their 60s. This one woman, her name was Llewellyn. She was the most gifted woman I had ever, ever experienced in my lifetime. She was blind. But you would never know she was blind because she was so guided by spirit that they worked with her so closely that they guided her what to do, what to say, what everything looks like. She believed solely in her intuition. Well, that inspired me. I continued my journey, taking classes, doing all kinds of certifications, only not because I needed them, but I needed to hone in on some things. For example... I was at a party, and this always happens to me. I was at a party, and all of a sudden, somebody's dad appeared. And I know who. It was a woman that was sitting across from me, a blind woman. And he kept saying, I know you can see me. I know you can see me. Tell my, my daughter I'm here. Tell my daughter I'm here. And I'm like, no. And he's bothering me and bothering me. Mm -hmm. And I would have experiences like that. Finally, I don't feel it is right. And I don't mean to be cruel, but I don't believe you should just go up to people and say, excuse me, I'm a medium and your brother is here or your father is here because you are imposing on them. And maybe they don't believe in that. Maybe they they don't want to talk to their loved one at that moment because of feelings that they're harboring. And it's not our duty or we are not responsible for putting that on that person. So this one time I broke the golden rule and I went ahead and I did it. And, of course, she was grateful, and he was so happy, and it was it was awesome. However, things like that started happening to me once I did that. And it was kind of like Ghost Whisperer. Do you remember that show? I Stand do. Up? I do. Well, I would be laying in bed, and somebody's mother would come to me. I'll give you an example with that. Um, and it happened a few times like that. It started continuing. So that's when I went to get some kind of training, all right? Well, this woman comes up to me and says that I am Marilyn's mother. Marilyn was a friend. Well, she wasn't really a friend. My son's friend's mother. 
So I knew her. You know, my husband was a, a coach for a little league team. And so she would come to the games and I would know her. But I didn't really know her, know her. So her mother comes to me and says to me, tomorrow's my daughter's birthday. Can you please do me a favor and bring her some flowers and thank her? Thank her for the work she did for me because at the end of my life, she took me into my home, her home. She had taken care of me where the elder children never really did. And I just want to tell her thank you so much. So here I am. Sandy Turkington, just like you and everybody else, saying, what the heck am I going to do? Right. What a thing to throw on someone. So I go. I get my car the next day. And I don't even know it's this woman's birthday, mind you. But I am trusting spirit. Okay. 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 I'm trusting that connection when I am hearing. And I go to the grocery store. I pick up a bouquet for $9.99. I drive over to her house and I knock on her door. She opens the door and says, oh, Sandy, how are you? Quite surprised by me being there. Yes. And I says, I'm fine, Marilyn. And I always used to start this. You're going to think I'm weird, however. Right. And I tell her. That your mother came to me last night, and she wants to wish you a happy birthday. Today is your birthday, isn't it? And she said, yes, it is. At that moment, I knew that I am doing this, and I am clearly connected and blending with spirit. I go. She wanted me to give you this bouquet of flowers. She wanted me to wish you a happy birthday. And she wanted to thank you for all you did in the last moments of her life. Because in those last moments, she was able to tell you everything she always wanted to. And here's Marilyn crying. Of course. And I am just completely like, amazed that spirit made me do this okay so she goes you want to come in I'm like no no I just wanted to give you the message I have to move on so I leave her I console her I give her what message she needed close the door walk down her drive go to the street and on the curb right by my car is a ten dollar bill was oh. It was not mine. I don't know where it came from. But I believe Spirit, she gave me that $10 to pay for the flowers. Oh, you gave me goosebumps from head to toe with that story. Now, this isn't the first time when I've done something Spirit has given me money. The exact amount. So that's how I knew that that was from her. So that's one of the stories. So I continue on, and some of the things that that they wanted, it was like I was like they were guiding me, but they everybody was like guiding me with weird things, kind of like Whoopi Goldberg and Ghost, mm-hmm. where like it would be like crazy stuff. Like one woman wanted me 
to notify her best friend and tell her that her ex-husband did not put an obituary in the newspaper when she died. She wanted her friend to do it, or and then the friend said she couldn't, but she was able to put an ad in there, and then the woman came back and thanked me. Um, I mean, stories go on and on and on. And so finally, I was like, I was exhausted because of all this happening. And I said, I have to do something. So what I do, I decide to go to John Holland three-day intense workshop. Mm-hmm. John Holland's I, a pretty famous medium and teacher. Yes, People he don't is. Know that and yet. I love him. I love him. Anyways, I've seen him numerous times. I've been to many of his workshops. But I asked him. I said, how do I control this? This is my dilemma. It's not a dilemma whether I can um, not blend or it's not a dilemma that I'm not hearing the right words or seeing the image. It's the dilemma of how do I stop all this and control it? You know, I was submitting to spirit all the time, every time anybody would come to me. And it was getting exhausting. So he says to me, you don't have to. You control it. And I think a lot of mediums don't understand this. You can control. You can tell them no. It's okay to tell them no. It's okay to put your terms. You know what? Whenever I do a reading, the night before, somebody will have come to me. And I'll know already who that person is. But I will say to them now, because I have taken my own power back, Please come tomorrow when we do the reading and share your information then. And it seems to work that way. Oh, that's great. Well, we're still people, whether we're invisible or not, with our personalities. And, you know, when we see our loved ones grieving, I'm sure they want nothing more than to say, I'm here. And then knowing that you can pick up on them, of course, if it was me, I'd be stalking you too, saying Okay. It was so crazy. Sure. And, you know, at first I felt guilty, but now I don't anymore because I do have my own life that I have to live. I do have things that I want to do. And, you know, I'm not going to say no. I'm not going to help you. You know, I will say not now or you know, we'll see or whatever. And I feel that if they strongly want to connect with me, they will come through when it is my time, my time to meditate, my time to blend, or my time when I'm with the people that they know, Mm -hmm. or they know I'm going to see. So absolutely. There was a funny movie with Ricky Gervais that he had a colonoscopy and must have flatlined for a second. And when he came to, all of a sudden he's seeing dead people. And it was it was a comedy, but it was so funny because so many people realized that he could see them for the first time. So everybody wanted him to give a message to their loved ones. And I don't mm-hmm. remember the name of the movie, but it was it sounds like what you're talking about. So there's a way to do it with integrity that you're still making a difference. And, you know, part of the reason we are here on earth is to 
live on Earth, you know, and then not, I, I mean, sometimes I get caught up in the other world or thinking of the afterlife too much and, you know, have a, exactly. I have a life and a business to run. Um, I know, and it's Earth. hard when you're doing this work of spirit, it is, and you want to be there because it's so awesome. Mm-hmm. It's hard to stay grounded and be in this earth. It's like amazing how that is. It is. So you've been yeah. now 35 years in yes. this field. So you are a medium. Yes. Yes. We know that. And why don't you talk about some of the other things that you do and that you've learned and okay. um, love to hear about the books. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, let me start with, I also work with the angels and I teach classes on how to connect with them. And I um, ask them to come through and I can tell, which is the angelic realm is a completely higher realm and a different realm than the spirit realm. So the angelic realm vibrates on a little higher frequency and it is a lighter energy a lighter frequency and you know we all have angels guardian angels and they are different um levels of angels okay in different realms and each have specific duties that they do each of them are divinely connected and they will be around you and help you anytime you want. However, as you know, in mediumship, well, I can't say that. Yeah, I can say that. You have to ask them. They, the angels cannot just come and give you what you want or need. You have to ask them to do it. Okay, so if there's something that you are wishing or hoping for, all right, you need to state your intention and then give it to them. Why why I'm talking to you now, um, some of the angels are coming through now, and they want me to talk about prayer. Do you mind if I talk about that? Not at all. Not at all. All Thank you. So. So with prayer, a lot of people are so focused on what they want that they try to control the prayer. And by controlling the prayer, you never really get what you want because you are keeping it stagnant. Let me begin. All right. We are energy. Okay. We are here having a physical experience. We come from energy. We will return from energy. Okay. Thought patterns, intentions, prayers, all of those are energy as well. All right. So we are here vibrating on our own level. Everybody has a certain level that they vibrate. We are vibrating along and a thought comes through. Okay, and um, I my car is going to break down. Let's just say that. Okay, so you're thinking about that car, and you're thinking about that car breaking down, and all of a sudden your car breaks down. Okay, 
Mm-hmm. Now, at that moment, when that thought pattern came through, that my car is going to break down, it's been having problems, you've accepted and pulled in that energy. And when you take a thought pattern, it holds on to your body physically until you release it physically from your body. So had that thought process, my car is going to break down, if you simply just allow it to flow and pass and think, I will not listen to it, then what's going to happen is you're not going to be holding on to that energy and you're not going to start worrying and focusing about your car. And then all of a sudden, God help me with my car. Lord, you really got to help me with my car. My engine light is going on. I need you to help me with my car. Please, God, help me with my car. Well, you're controlling that, okay? And with prayer, there are your basic rules. You ask what you want. You give it. You allow it to go. And you stay open for whatever will be the best. And nine times out of ten, the best will be, it may not be what you want, but it'll be what you need. So, it's kind of like, and I love Wayne Dyer's analogy of this. When you go to a restaurant, and you go to a restaurant, and you tell the waiter, you know what, I want a cheeseburger, medium well, and I want... um a Diet Coke, you give him the order, he takes it, and you know you're going to get it, and you know you're going to get it exactly the way you want it. There's no constant thought pattern. There's no controlling of the waiter. When am I going to get it? Why isn't it here? When you do that, you're just putting negative energy, or you're, you're not only angering the waiter, but He's not going to take that order. He's going to, he's, it's going to be a whole different scenario. Whether you keep bothering him or you don't. Now, when you give the waiter this order and you tell him to do this and you release it and let it go and know it's going to be for whatever you ordered and it's going to be right, that's what people need to do with prayer. Too many people get stuck controlling that prayer, controlling what they want exactly. And they don't realize what you want exactly is not always what you need. And some people say, for example, I have a friend who prays what she wants and she does not get what she needs. And I'm going to give you an example about my father. Okay. Okay. My father was dying in the hospital of cancer. And I kept praying and praying for him to to stay alive, for him to 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 not leave us, okay? Which was terrible and cruel and selfish. And I kept praying. And I the more I prayed, something would happen to him. One time I did this long prayer thing and his lungs collapsed. Another time 
Within the next couple of days, I did another thing, prayer, 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 and he was throwing up blood. Each time I was praying and controlling that prayer, something would happen to him. And then one day, I believe an angel came to me. And it was a minister, a little black minister in the hospital with a prayer book. And he gives me this book, the Bible. And he points to the Lord as my shepherd. And he gives me this book. And, you know, I'm kind of like, I'm like, kind of like distraught because I'm worried about my dad and I pray. And he hands me this Bible and he points to that and he says, read that. And I look and I read a line and I go, yes, thank you. And I give it back. And he goes, no, I want you to read this. And he points to it again. So I read halfway through. And then I say, oh, great. Thank you so much. And I give it back to him. He goes, no, you didn't read it. And I know it. Read it. So I read the whole thing. And when I read that whole thing, it hit me. That I was trying to control the prayer. That I was selfish. That I didn't ask properly. I wanted my father healed. Totally healed. I didn't want him to live in pain anymore. I didn't want him to suffer. And how wrong of it was I. So I, I read this book. And my eyes are closed. And as I hand the book back, he was not there anymore. Hmm. I believe it was an angel. It's interesting, Sandy, if you don't mind me sharing. My dad had a very, um, he suffered, same thing, from cancer. And I Mm -hmm. prayed. I wasn't really into miracle healings or knew what they were, but... I tried everything I could read about and obviously nothing worked, but to say that I didn't get what I wanted, but I get what I need. And it was without dad passing the way he did, I would have never continued my investigations, written the book, had this radio show and been even talking to you now or have met you. So I get it. And there's times it's tough to trust. Because we think we know what's best for us, but we don't. So I love that about prayer, and I love that about the waiter. It's so that's funny. I mean, it's a funny story. But then you know, the waiter could come back with a giant cheeseburger with extra dessert, and a you know, the bill is on us. I mean, you have no idea. Right. To be demanding, yeah. So we can put our pray and put our intentions out there. Yes. Yes. What what are the angel yeah. prayers that are uh, the 365 days of angel prayers? The 365 days of prayers was funny. Um, I went to a retreat in Sedona years and years ago. And I met Sunny Dawn Johnston. And um, I went to her retreat. And it was really great. It was wonderful. A lot of wonderful energy and a lot of wonderful people. And um, through this, um, we, you know, I became one of her um, Facebook friends and talking and sharing and whatever. And 
she decided to come up with this idea. Um, I think it was Catherine O'Connor, and she asked Sonny, and Sonny had uh, talked to to us, to certain people that she knew that were um, angel practitioners. And so um, we all got together, and we wrote a prayer a day to the angels, okay? So each day is a daily prayer, and it was on Amazon's bestseller list for, I think, quite a long time and then a second edition came out and now it's in all all languages so it's amazing that's fantastic and it brings in different different angels as i said there are different angels that do different things like michael everybody knows archangel michael saint michael he is the archangel of protection and then there is Archangel Gabriel is new beginnings and communication. And then Archangel Raphael is a healer. Everybody knows him. And then you have Uriel, who, who is wisdom and forgiveness. So each one has a special duty, a special color, and a special acknowledgement of who they, who they are and what they bring in. So, what I would like to say is, in this book, everybody, and I mean everybody, goes forth and um, says a prayer. All of us, all of us, prayer authors, and it could be like I did one on Azrael, who is the archangel of death, and I ask Archangel Azrael to come in and to help. Those who are crossing over. Azrael is the person that brings that. Are you okay? Me? Yeah. Yeah. I hear you rattling around papers, though. So. Yeah. You know what? No, my screen is flashing for some reason. Oh, okay. All right. I just now hear a lot okay. of background noise, like you're moving papers around. No. But I... um, so, okay. So then. But I'm have, okay. Um, I'm just perfect. And then there's a prayer, say, for your animals. Okay. And then there's a prayer for your loved ones. There's a prayer for your health. There is a prayer for patience, understanding. Each one is different. And each one brings a different energy through. And it's, it's beautiful. It's a wonderful, wonderful book. And when you start reading this, it's really funny because it seems like the angels start surrounding you more and you start bringing in more of their lightness and their energy, which is tremendous. The angels in the angelic realm have such healing power. It's unbelievable. So I do angel work and I do attunements with the angels to raise your vibrations to help heal you to do things like that which are phenomenal another thing oh and then i have the book 111 morning meditations yes and that is just some meditations to start your day with to kind of balance you and just make you think and align with what what the day will bring Oh, it's such good news that you're doing this. It's been proven that we can, I mean, if we wake up on the wrong side of the bed, so to speak, 
if we put in a meditation, an affirmation, or say, you know what, this is how this day is going to go. When I go to bed tonight, I will have had this great surprise or great thing happen. Or So to right. have a meditation to start the day. And even Absolutely. I thought of uh, with the 365 days of angel prayers, it, it just reminded me that anytime I read something inspirational, like I feel like I change, I feel like... Well, it's good, almost like an affirmation when you read it, you know, our our mind, that little ego mind might say, oh, I don't believe this, but you read it as if it's true. And just like putting a smile on your face for 30 seconds makes you feel good. I think a book like the 365 Days of Angel Prayers and the Morning Meditations really can alter our days and ultimately our being. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And you know, you have to change the way you think to change the way you think. So that's funny. <laughs> change the way you think to change the way you think. Yes. Talk about so, that. So, and it sounds weird, but it's really, really true, right? Um, you can wake up crabby and you can wake up negative or you can wake up saying, I'm going to make this a good day. This is a good day. And when you do that, you start thinking that it's going to be a good day, right? And it will be a good day. Well, I'm going to do that right now for the rest of my day because I have lots to do. Sandy, can you, you know talk? What? You'll make a positive. I, well, yes, I have a lot to do in a short amount of time. So instead of listening to my mind saying it can't be done, of course it can be done. It'll be done mm -hmm. with fun. But would you mind talking about your, your husband? Have you, I know he has passed into the spirit world. Have you received any messages from him? Oh, my goodness. You know, it's funny. When he, I knew he was going to die. I always know when someone's going to die, but I don't know the exact time. Okay. So I knew he was, and he was terribly sick as well. You know, this man suffered for many years with cancer and heart problems and all kind of things. I mean, and he was, he, I was married to him for like 40-something years, 41 years. He was awesome. He was not only my best friend, he was like my husband. He was so loving and so kind, and he believed in me and my messages so um he passed and I was with him and I'm happy because he's with me now he's with me every step on this journey I communicate with him constantly every night before I go to sleep I feel him lightly kiss my cheek and I know he is with me. He actually has helped me with my mediumship, getting people to um, blend with me that normally wouldn't, blend, wouldn't be able to. You know, when, you, when somebody calls on a loved one, okay, or they want their loved one, and what happens is sometimes there's no connection there. All right. You can't force a loved one to come through because if your Uncle John was quiet and didn't talk 
or didn't have much to say when he was on earth, he's going to be that way when he's gone. He's not going to change, okay? So if you come to me and you ask, you know, oh, I'd like to speak to my Uncle John, and he does not come through, I will ask my husband and my guides to go and get Uncle John and to help him with the process. And my husband always pulls through. He's oh, amazing. What's your husband's He's name? Dennis. Dennis. Yes. That's fantastic. He, he does all kind of things. And he also does things around me all the time to let me know it's him and only him. And that's how I know. Was there something, I remember a story in our transmediumship class. There was something that came through on writing, didn't it? Something from Oh, Master. my goodness. Um, was it with? Our group, or was it another group? I can't remember. I just remember a little bit of the story, but I want you to share it because I remember it. It really impacted me. Okay, I think it was you. I think it was with you last year, and he's done this before. But um, we were we were sitting in our trance state, and I remember that we were writing messages from loved ones. And we did not know who it belonged to at the time. Do you remember that? Yes. And we were writing these letters, and and we were just allowing spirit to whoever it was supposed to be to flow through us and to give them that message. And we're writing along, we're writing along. And then all of a sudden... You look at me and I look at you and we knew exactly that we wrote messages for each other. So you had written a message from him to me, which was incredible. And it was so detailed that I couldn't, it was like he was right here with me now. That's exactly how it was. And it was phenomenal. And it was such a great message of love. I was so thrilled by it. And I still to this day am. So thank you. You're welcome. But I can't, I'm not 100% sure it was me or if I was in the group. Okay. It it doesn't matter because it was so specific. And then I also remember someone else. And we're we're saying the trance state, eyes closed, blending with the spirit world. We all had paper in front of us. And there was one girl that wrote down somebody's name and a date. And sure enough, it was somebody else's friend in the group. And that was her, uh, like her signature. And that was the date that either she was born or she passed. Um, yes, absolutely. And then remember our friend Mark actually. Yes, writing in Chinese. He wrote in Chinese and he doesn't speak in Chinese, but he had a Chinese guide that also spoke through him. That was so phenomenal. It was great. And his eyes, do you remember his eyes started turning like they were Chinese? I don't. I I saw it in him. It was phenomenal. Yeah. So you and I are going to meet back there in June and take another course. I can't wait to see you again. I know. I know. But there's so many different things. And I always say this to our friend, the listener here. If something here sparks your interest, there's probably a reason for it. So it could be angels, it could be trance, it could be none of the above. You just love being on our adventure with us. But 
Yeah. There's there's little little signals and the things that you're passionate about. Do a little yeah. more research. Which brings yeah. me to the next thing. I just happened to be on Facebook. Yeah. And I felt a little guilty that I haven't talked to you, I haven't kept in touch. And I noticed you're gonna start a mentorship group on Facebook. Yeah. Um yes. April first, two thousand eighteen is when it begins, but people can join at any time. Can you talk yeah. about that? And maybe, because I know you've taught a lot of courses. Absolutely. Physical with people in front yes. of you, but now you're I moving physical, onto the online world. Yes. I do speaking. I do it all. Well, what's going to happen is, you know, I have been teaching for a while and the people that I meet, I do expos. I do all kind of stuff. I have, I I'm, I love spreading the world of the word of spirit. You know that. I am so guided to let people know that we are not alone. That there's so much love out there. If you could only see and feel what I do, you would just be amazed that we are each and every one of them. Us are beautiful, we're parts of God, and we're perfect, just the way we are. And we do not need to be anything else but perfect. We are love. Our purpose here is to love and be loved, and that's it. Nothing else. Everything else we put on ourselves. So, with this, I've been teaching a lot, and I know that there's a lot of people that are down on their luck or having hard times that want to get involved with this, that want to work with this, that want to know and believe in themselves or connect with loved ones or whatever the situations are, I want to be able to help them. And as you and I spoke, Yes, I teach classes at specific physical places. Yes, I do Skype readings like everyone else. But I want to be able to get out there and help people all over the world. I want to be able to give them access to be able to to see videos, to have talks, to meet with people that are interested, that are like-minded about all this. So I Spirit guided me to do this, and they had told me that I should start a little mentorship group on Facebook, $9 a month, and just be able to have the people who really need it that can't go to a workshop, that don't have the money, that want more, that may have small children at home that they can't get away or get out. And I want to be able to help all those people. So that's why I'm starting this. $9 is, is a deal. Because it's not yes, just it's go, paying the cost of paying for a, a workshop somewhere. It's the flight. It's missing work. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I know I'm a big fan of meeting people and getting together and spreading the good words and sharing on Facebook and to have, so again, I assume it's going to be like a private group that. Yes, it will. It will be a private group for only the people that are members that have joined and um, they'll be able to ask any questions or and energy and healing and angels 
and mediumship, whatever they want or they're interested. Um, I, I will show movies on there. Um, I will show video clips. I will be on there. So live. So I think it'll be a fun adventure for us. Yeah. And then you'll do some meetings on Zoom, which is yeah. great. And yes. the beauty of what I think you're creating, what I'm picturing is we can digest, so to speak, this material whenever we have free time. We just go right into the group and yeah, what have absolutely. I missed? And you're not locked in that you've got to be there 8 p.m. Central right. time, you know, or anything like that. Exactly. No, you're right. That's exactly right. What kind of things will you be teaching? Will I be teaching? Um, I will be teaching about just about anything, you know, on... I will be teaching about mediumship. I will right. be teaching about trance. I will be teaching about angels, about self-love, about forgiveness, about respect, about um, healing, about whatever. Many. I have a list of many, many topics, which will be awesome, about grief. Um, about all of that so and then if people like if I, I was in your group and say oh could you do a a talk on automatic writing or something like absolutely. that that's what yes, I thought you'd absolutely. be open yeah we, yes we will be working with um writing with um meditation with speaking with all kind of different stuff so absolutely. So the mentorship group is going to kick off April 1st, 2018. Yes, people, I can, I'm assuming can come and go as they please. If it's not for them, yes. you might have lost but $9, will, right? But I will have um, a six-month mentorship mm -hmm. for, um, I think it was $49. Mm-hmm. So it'll, it'll be, if you don't, if you want to do the six months, you get a little, you get 10% off. So. Oh, very nice. Now, how would somebody find out or like request they that they want to be? My website, www.sandyturkington.com, mm -hmm. all lowercase S-A-N-D-Y-T-U-R-K-I-N-G-T-O-N.com. Excellent. And then send you an email or click, yes. click the contact form and put in your yes. name and your email address. And I'd be interested to join mm -hmm. your mentorship yeah. group, your Facebook mentorship yeah. group, something short and sweet like that. And then yeah. you can email them back, uh, whatever the payment is and how to get mm -hmm. into the room. And oh, anyways, this is very exciting because I know I am really excited. You should about be. It. Yeah. There's yeah. so yeah. much good stuff online and. Absolutely. I don't knock any of it, but some of them come with a pretty hefty price tag. And exactly. And that's what, that was my whole goal not to do that. Yeah. And, you, you know, know, I'm not here to make a lot of money. I'm here to spread the word. Right. Because I, one of the things is I am a minister and I'm very spiritual. Mm -hmm. And I believe that we are here to help others. Yeah, I agree. And we do need an income. I mean, it's part yes. of me. I yeah. have my exactly. catering business, which I adore, and I get to be with my mom. Uh, mm -hmm. But sometimes it's like I want to give more time to the radio show and things, and there's a delicate balance. But And I thank you Absolutely. to my listeners who have donated because they know that I purposely keep this commercial free, and I don't fund the radio show by having commercials because I don't which like commercials. Wonderful. But we do need – I don't think there's – 
somebody had once said, if your information's so good, why don't you just give it away? Well, you know, you can't go to a doctor and get free treatment because it's good. Exactly. Well, you can, I guess, with some doctors. But it's just, and I it's think it's an energy. It's the energy, exchange. too. Yeah. But to yeah. make it $9, I think that's an awesome thing. Oh, yeah. Sandy, um, do you have any closing words? Our time is coming to the end. Um, yeah. yeah. If there's I any I closing do. words I and do. maybe if there's a bit of advice for today that each one of us yeah. can leave with. Yes. What I feel is that I want each and every one of you to know that you are beautiful and you have the power within you. You do not need to feel guilty about situations of the past or you don't have to worry about the future. The present moment is what you are given right now. The past is history. 99% of the things you worry about in the future never come into fruition. So just live and be in the present moment. This is the only time that's been given to you that you can count on. So make it a wonderful time. Make it the best time. Know and feel the love that surrounds you each and every moment. For this day is a blessing. I also want to remind you that you are perfect. We are all a part of God, each and every one of us. And even though we judge ourselves and we are harder on ourselves than we are on everyone else, we need to stop that and to start loving ourselves and taking care of ourselves. And that's it. How, could you give us one thing we can do to love ourselves? Coming from somebody who one thing. Okay. <laughs> is not so aware how to do that? Sure. You know, um, you can buy yourself flowers once in a while. You can go for a walk in nature. You can just think of all the beautiful things that you've been given. You know, we tend to look negatively at life, but take the lessons from them. Breathing in and out every day, this is the strength that we have. This is the divine grace that flows within us, the energy of life. Honor it. Breathe deeply in and out five times the number of the universe if you have to. Go and see a funny movie. Go and hold your loved one's hand. Ask them if you're loving them enough. Ask yourself, are you loving yourself enough? What sometimes I do when people who really lack in self-love, I have them go do some of um, Louise Hay's mirror work where they look into a mirror and it sounds really weird, but you look into this mirror and you say, I love you. And it sounds weird, but you repeat it. I love you. And you then say, I am so sorry that I have hurt you. But I will start taking care of you now. I'm committed today to start loving you more. That's beautiful, Sandy. Good. And I'm happy. Even, you know, what came into my mind is I... I, well, I'm human as we all are, but so often we can be so tough on ourselves. And I think a little act of self-love would be to just say, you know what? I'm not going to listen to that right now. I'm not going to listen to you say anything negative. I'm great. 
I'm perfect. Yeah. I'm going to be in the present moment. I'm not going to buy into these negative thoughts. Yeah, absolutely. I, I want to share one more thing before I close the sure. episode. I have never heard another person say what you just said a little while ago, except for my father, that 99% of the things we worry about never happens. And yes. I think that's so, I mean, you just gave me a little good feeling of my dad saying that. And he, but he'd also say, and the 1% that does happen is never as bad as you anticipated. So to spend time worrying about the future is a waste of time. Be in the yes. present. Oh, Sandy, thank you for being our guest right. today and for all your sure, great Sure, I words. enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I had a great time. Me too. Me too. And I'm so excited we're going to be together again. Woohoo! I know. And that's June The energy will be flowing, sister. Yeah, and then always I come back and I'll record an episode of what happened. <laughs> I can't wait. Okay. Love Arthur Finley College. Love Every it. Every time I go there, something amazing happens to me. So... I go for the next adventure. It sounds crazy, but one time I took a picture and a spirit showed up in it. I think, did I show you that? Another time. No. Another time I was sitting there and in, it was in your class with you when we were doing trans writing. Yes. I was sitting at this little table right next to, um, um, oh, what is his name? Gordon Higginson. I don't know why I went blank. Gordon Higginson. Okay. The and yeah. I felt his energy pulling in, and my hand was writing faster than the words were coming out. It was, like, amazing. Every time I go there, something profound and unique happens to me. One time I was meditating, and I literally lifted from my seat. And I, I like, went down. I like, I, I snapped out of it and was, oh my God. And then I go back and it happens again. And I'm like, oh my goodness. So I'm looking forward this year to a new adventure. Oh, yes. And maybe if it's okay with you and our listener, um, I'll close the episode. But just two days ago or three days ago, I did a little bit of inspired reading. I feel like I blended. And then I just said, okay, if there's any message to come through. And in less than two minutes, I just typed the words that I heard in my mind. And I know I read it to you at the beginning of this episode, but if you it's don't mind, awesome. Sandy, I'll, I'll read it at the end. So, yes. um, and it's short. So to our listener, yes. just oh, no, absolutely. stay put a, a couple of minutes um, after I close the episode. But uh, just as a reminder, Sandy's website is sandyturkington.com. And you just can, if you're interested in joining her mentorship, and you can do this anytime, you don't have to be there from the beginning, but just um, go to her website and click on contact, and then just put your name and email and, you know, you wish to find out more about the mentorship group, and she can help you with that. She's a co-author or part of a bunch of authors of a couple of books. Yeah, yep. prayer author, 365 days of angel prayers and 111 morning meditations. And in the description of this episode, you can click on if you want to go find those books. And uh, home base for this show is we don't die radio.com. So now we have almost 250 episodes, I think. We got quite a few. Wow, that's I great. know. Congratulations. Thank you. And I'll be speaking at the. Ooh. Upcoming Afterlife Symposium. You can find when out is that that's September thirteenth uh, through sixteenth in Scottsdale, Arizona. Okay, so great. anyone can go to afterlifesymposium.org. You can actually also uh, join the afterlifeinstitute.org. 
org, and that's the A-R-E-I that puts it on. And uh, reasonable, I think it's only $35 a year to be a member. But you, speaking of Zoom meetings, there's meetings on just about every topic related to the afterlife that you can freely be part of um, right. for being a member. So I'm going to read now the, the uh, I say it's inspired um, well, it inspiration is. that's you come through. Thank you. Okay, and then we'll close the episode. So it's called, We Are There. When times are tough, do not worry. We are there. When days grow long and tiring, do not worry. We are there. When nights are long and dark, do not worry. We are there. When you question if the sun will rise again, do not worry. We are there. When you feel your heart will not beat one more time, do not worry. We are there. In the silence, we are with you. In the darkest hour of the day, we are by your side. The illusion of life is that you are alone. However, you are not. You are constantly surrounded by an army of loving beings who want so much to protect you and save you from the rough times living on earth. Unfortunately, we cannot do that. Your life is yours alone to live, to grow, to learn, to experience. So please know, even though we cannot save you from the pain and we cannot wipe the tears from your eye, we can love you with all of our might. Know for sure we are there. So that was a bit of inspired writing that came through my fingertips and I don't take credit as the author because I just listened and wrote. So in closing, uh, another warm thank you to our guest, Sandy Turkington. It's really been great to connect. And, thank you, Sandra. Yeah, and for our yeah. listener, thank you for spending the time with this episode and other episodes and Boy, I give it everything, well, I and the guest, everything we've got uh, so that you know that you are loved, you're perfect. Our purpose, as Sandy says, is love and be loved. I love the mirror work. I love that we're perfect and the present yeah. moment is all we have. So thank you for listening to We Don't Die Radio and we'll see you soon. Mm-hmm.